Welcome to the Money and Faith Podcast. We're excited you're here. My name's Nathaniel uh, Nolf, <laughs> joined as always by my father, Rich. Yeah, what's my name again? I can't remember. Ralph. Oh, Ralph, that's it. That's, that's it, exactly. It you, know, do we ever tell that story on the air? No, you get called Ralph with the combination of Rich and Nolf. I've heard it, and I can't believe that actually happens. You get called Ralph a ton. And it never happened to me till after college. I was working... And all of a sudden, people started taking the R for my first name, the LPH for my last name, looking right at me and calling me Ralph. I think that's the most bizarre thing. Like, I, I can't even imagine how people do that, but I hear it. I hear people tell it to you. I hear people hear people call you that. Right. A lot. Yeah. It's At least once a month, it happens to me. Yeah, you get it a ton. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's fascinating. Yeah, so if, if I'm in a crowd and someone says Ralph, I turn instinctively you turn will turn. And look. Oh, that's hilarious. That should have been your nickname, <laughs> Greg. Just give people well, a reason. Well, I looked it up and I thought maybe it was one of those things like where Saul becomes Paul. Oh, and that's fun. Cephas becomes Peter. So I looked up, is there some kind of special meaning with the word Ralph? No, it's got some kind of French origin. It <laughs> has no great meaning you to it. So. That was some, it was some <laughs> prophecy or some prodigy. <laughs> yeah, it was like some kind of special calling happened, <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> so. That's so funny. How was uh, how was your weekend? Big Steelers win. Yeah, it was pretty good, and we got not a whole lot done, did a little bit of work, but it was kind of relaxing, actually. That's good. Yeah, yeah, mine was too. Yours? Relaxing. Yeah. It was easy. It was an easy weekend. Well, you were recording a lot of podcasts. Yeah, though. I have another podcast, and it's a comedy podcast. But yeah, I recorded, I had nine scheduled for Saturday. I got through five. Wow. And that, those are about an hour, hour and a half long. So yeah. it was, that was a long Saturday. That would be. That's so. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk about today? Well, you know what? I'd kind of like to look at something that really could be part of our own lives here in a modern way. I want to go back and look at the life of Solomon uh, in First Kings. And okay. remembering who Solomon was, he's the daughter of Bathsheba. And Bathsheba was one of David's wives. Now, David ended up committing a pretty horrible sin. He, he killed Bathsheba's husband right. because he had lust for her and ended up spending a night with her in adultery. Uh, but their first child, when she became pregnant, died. God basically killed the child. Right. And Solomon was born to Bathsheba. And this was David's choice to become the successor king. And so he, he ends up where God had appeared to Solomon in a dream and really asked him what did he want. And Solomon had asked for discernment on how to govern the people, how with an understanding heart, make sure he's making the best decisions as king. And then God says to him, behold, I have done according to your words. Behold, I have given you a wise and discerning heart so that there has been no one like you before you, nor shall one like you arise after you. I've also given you what you have not asked for both riches and honors, so there will not be any among the kings like you all of your days. Mm. And so it's pretty amazing. He was blessed with a cr incredible abundance. He had peace from wars. Um, 
but what happened to him? What happened to him? And what yeah. happens is we jump to chapter 11. And as Solomon had gotten older, he began to fall away, sadly. Right. And it says in chapter 11 of 1 Kings, Now King Solomon loved many foreign women along with the daughter of Pharaoh. And they began to pull him away. They brought with them other gods. Right. Um, he had over 700 wives. But those other gods and the influences of the women in his life caused him to start to fall away. And in that powerful verse, uh, chapter 11 at verse 6, Solomon did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. But I think, jumping down a couple more verses to 9, now the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. And that, for me, is amazing that he had two times where, he, where the Lord had appeared to him and he saw incredible blessings and yet he fell away. And I think the way really we look at it for us is how does this happen in our lives? How does that cause us to maybe at one point we're walking with the Lord, but what are the types of things maybe in your own life that cause you to like go through those cycles of being close to the Lord and then falling away? Uh, maybe whenever I have, it's weird. It, it can come from great prosperity. Yeah. If I, if I'm not thankful, if I'm not, uh, I guess that's it. If I'm not thankful, I can pull away where mm -hmm. I'm, I did this all myself. I, right. I, I'm a champion amongst myself, but it can also come from the exact opposite. It can come from failure and stressful and anxi anxiety situations mm -hmm. where, you know, where were you in my time of need? And I think it's interesting that both have the potential to pull somebody away. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. It's the challenging times, times of great fear, difficulties, and that's when we all of a sudden have these incredible heartfelt prayers and we become very passionate, very urgent in our prayers. But then what happens when our prayers are answered? And that's the issue. Yeah. Yeah, we begin to start to fall back and maybe to a routine that pulls us away from the Lord. Yeah, I think that's human nature, though. I think that's kind of I think that's almost how we're designed. And it takes an effort to be thankful and an effort to be uh to be that close. Like, I think that that takes effort. And I think that's part of the faith, right? I think that's, you have to make an effort to do those things. Because uh, again, I think it is just natural for humans to boast in their own accomplishments or, you know, regret their own failure and put that blame on somebody else. Yeah, I agree with that, where our lives can have these swings up and down. And yet, how do we stay focused on the Lord. And that's a challenge. And I think the word discipline is the best way of looking at it. What are my disciplines? You know, I have an issue with my thyroid. And I find that um, if I get iodine in me, um, if I do certain things, it'll help with that. Uh, I also have an issue with medications that because of it, it pulls potassium out of my system. So something simple for me that keeps me from having cramps in my legs at night, eat a banana. Now, hmm. how hard is that to eat one banana every yeah. day? 
But how many times do I get to the end of the day and I'm looking at that banana saying, you know what, <laughs> I just don't want to eat that darn thing. Yeah, it th- that's funny that you say that. Though I'll just forget to eat the banana. Oh, yeah. uh, it doesn't. I, if I looked at it, I would eat the banana. But I would be anything that I have to do every day sucks. Yeah. Like that's really it. Anything that's I always say like anything that's not work that's on the calendar, I do not want to do it. Right. Anything like I'll put going to the gym on the calendar, and that's the only thing I'll think about all day yeah. is I have to go to the gym after right. work. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it's stuff like that. It's I don't want to do it, but it's that consistency that really builds you as a human being, and it builds right. character too. I mean, you want to talk about faith? Take it to anything. I if if you're consistent with things, if we're consistent with this show, if we're consistent with work, going to the gym. You succeed. I think that consistency is what, uh, how you build character as a human. Yeah. Well, in right there, you said you put it on the calendar, and for me, I, I'm in a habit now where I will send myself a text. Yeah. In order to be able to see it. Yeah, you mentioned that recently. Yeah, and where I've also probably moved away from it, but even now getting back to where just grab a piece of paper and just start writing things down that need to be finished. Right. Because I, I do the same thing. Um, I had a text conversation with a client recently over the weekend, but then I came to a point where, you know what, if I don't send myself a note uh, in some form, um, I'm, I'm going to forget to do it. In fact, my client just texted me to see if I made that phone call. <laughs> I told her on Saturday I would would uh, w- would make. So had had I not given myself a note, fortunately she prompted me. Yeah. But I hate that whenever I tell somebody I'm going to do something and I just absolutely completely forget. Yeah. Because something else comes up on the radar right after it and then, uh-oh, what what did I promise three meetings ago? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Can you think of times in your life that you've been really good at that, that I've been, you know, you're very consistent. Can you think of times in your life or how you feel when things like that are going very well, where you feel really on top of things, you feel, um, you feel, uh, again, consistency is the word. That, yeah. Like that really is the word to me. Can you think of a time in your life that that, that really stood out to you that, you, hey, I'm doing really well at this? you know what when this company first started i didn't have nearly the amount of appointments i run in a week now where the amount of clients i had was very small and after time gradually building that up but that was a time when yes i could remember every conversation every commitment every promise but the problem is it's volume and the volume of conversations, commitments, reviews that are just now at a point where I have to be systematic. I have to be organized in the way I approach it. And I think that's for each and every one of us. What is your system? Like for you, what's your method of of being consistent? How do you do that? I would say, uh, you know, texting yourself is a good thing. I do that. But Uh, In the morning, some days I will just jot down everything that I need to get done that day. Or sometimes I'll do it the night before. This is what I need to do. Uh, If I'm talking about um, 
if I'm talking about things like going to the gym or doing comedy, doing open mics, uh, I will j- I will just remind myself of the goals that I have for myself. So I want to I want to build more muscle. I want to build chops on stage. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, do X, Y, and Z. And the way that I stay consistent consistent is remind myself of what I am trying to accomplish. So if you're listening and and you have stuff at work that needs attention or you have stuff in your local community that needs attention. Mm-hmm. I think the one of the best ways to get stuff done like that is to remind yourself, you know, what you're doing this for in the first place. Right. That for me is big. Yeah, I think you're right in that. And then if we want to bring it back to the text, okay, so I, what would I do if God had appeared to me even once? Could I ever fall away? Well, I would love to say never. I mean, if God appeared to me, it's like, wow, that's that's a game changer. I'm going to be walking this straight and narrow path for the rest of my life. Well, we can see where many in the Bible fell away, and it would be our same fate is to potentially fall away. So from what, what we see is the way Solomon started to what we see at the end of his life, how do we how do we learn from that not to make that same mistake and so we've had these discussions recently about even the whole subject of church and our own we we have frustrations right now because the modern western church sadly in many ways has become more of kind of a social event yeah it's good it's clean not going to hear a whole lot of oh we'll probably never hear any uh, vulgarity right. swearing uh, things with sexual overtones, uh, but it just feels too much like a social gathering that is more raw, raw. And why, why even, why even do it? Why even go through the exercise? For me, what that is, I go back to John Wesley. John Wesley, I think kind of summed it up that there are means of grace and he'll say how does God pour out his benefits to us Uh, worship the weekly setting of worship is a means of grace in that though I go there maybe I'm not getting as much out of it as I would expect but I am receiving grace by being there yeah so God is pouring into me uh, blessings healings, strength, new ideas, and it's coming out of that time I've spent in a worship setting. So maybe I, I am not receiving a worship that is preferential or that really feeds me spiritually. I, I still go about it in order to still enjoy the benefit of, of the grace right that's coming out of that too yeah i understand that i um what are your thoughts on if you struggle from a a lack of consistency or a lack of um you know willpower whether it's anything in church or just in work life or regular life uh you you had to have times have had times in your life where you really feel that and you really feel kind of I almost I think of it as being bored with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. bored with life. Do you do you have any advice for people wanting to get out of that kind of slump that they're in? Yeah, I I've experienced that. I, I there was a time when I 
my schedule probably was not as hectic, but I was less disciplined. And then out of that, I could I could really feel myself going into those kind of issues like depressive type of feelings, more anger, uh, making more mistakes, uh, being more, I think, more offensive in in my conduct before the Lord God Almighty. So how do I get out of that? Okay. I, I approach it probably exactly the same way that any professional coach would do it. When his team is falling apart or they're, they're going into a bad streak of losses, they go back at practice and get to the basics. Um, yeah. So, for example, if they're playing football, it's going to be how do I make sure that we're tackling properly, we're running our routes properly. Basketball, it might be how about making good, clean passes or the way I'm conducting my shots am I using the correct form and just pulling back the basics. So when I look at, okay, my own life, how did I, how do I, create more consistency it, it's based on daily disciplines yeah. and so I mean this morning I, I got up late and so I didn't sit down and read the Bible now that's rare uh, that I miss maybe it's twice a month that I'll miss a day but that's okay if I miss tomorrow and I end up missing all week, mm-hmm. that's going to have an effect on me. Yeah. It's going to cause my my psyche to slide away from the Lord. And probably in Solomon's case, when he had incredible wealth and he was at the very top of his power and authority, maybe it was, okay, maybe I don't need to go over and do my sacrifices to the Lord. Uh, maybe, okay, I've read that before. I've read these scriptures that have been passed down to me. Eh, maybe I don't need to read those now. Right. And so he opened himself to influences. Now for him, it was the influences of hundreds of women. For you and I, in a modern sense, it's the influences of the world that we encounter right. constantly for us. And if those if those influences are not, if there's not a counter to that, then they're going to have an effect on us. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, thank you very much for joining us here on the Money and Faith podcast. Uh, if you haven't already, like us on Facebook, Safety First Retirement. Uh, if you'd like to see us do a seminar, you're out of luck until the beginning of the year. <laughs> we are done right. for the year for the holiday season. Uh, we'll be starting back up in January. Do you know where you'll be at in January? I'm going to be up in Butler at Rachel's Restaurant Rachel's right in up. the middle of January. Yep, that'll be a good one. Uh, so if you'd like uh, your invitation to that, go to our website. That's Safety First Retirement. That's safety1stretirement.com. Uh, with listings of those dates on there, you can sign up directly on there or give us a call. Uh, that's probably even a better route, 412-772-8575. Uh, and that, that's all that I had for you. Thank you very much for joining us here on the, on the Money and Faith podcast. We will see you next week.